Welcome back to The Daily Poem. I'm David Kern, and today is Tuesday, March 22nd, 2022. Today's poem is by an American poet, essayist, and professor named John Cady. He was born on December 25th, 1945, so he was born on Christmas Day in 1945, and uh, is an award-winning poet who is also a professor at the University of Wisconsin-Milwaukee. Uh, I wanted to read this poem to you today because it is a spring poem. It's called The Late Wisconsin Spring. And it's a little on the longer side compared to most poems that I read on this show. So I'm going to get right into it. But if you would like to look up John Cady, uh, his work is really interesting and worth checking out. His name is spelled K-O-E-T-H-E, John Cady. I'm going to go ahead and dig right in. This is The Late Wisconsin Spring. Snow melts into the earth, and a gentle breeze loosens the damp gum wrappers, the stale leaves left over from autumn, and the dead brown grass. The sky shakes itself out, and the invisible birds winter put away somewhere return. The air relaxes. People start to circulate again in twos and threes. The dominant feelings are the blue sky and the year. Memories of other seasons and the billowing wind. The light gradually altering from difficult to clear. As a page melts and a photograph develops in the backyard. When some men came to tear down the garage across the way, the light was still clear. But the salt intoxication was already dissipating into the atmosphere of constant day April brings. Between the isolation and the flowers. Now the clouds are lighter. The branches are frosted green, and suddenly the season that had seemed so tentative before becomes immediate. So clear the heart breaks, and the vibrant air is laced with crystal wires leading back from hell. Only the distraction and the exaggerated sense of care here at the heart of spring. All year long these feelings alternately wither and bloom, while a dense abstraction hides them. But now the mental dance of solitude resumes, and life seems smaller, placed against the background of this story with the empty moral quality of an expansive gesture made up out of trees and clouds and air. The loneliness comes and goes, but the blue holds, permeating the early leaves that flutter in the sunlight as the air dances up and down the street. Some kids yell, A white dog rolls over in the grass and barks once. And although the incidents vary and the principal figures change, once established, the essential tone and character of a season stays inwardly the same day after day, like a person's. The clouds are frantic. Shadows sweep across the lawn and up the side of the house. A dappled sky A mild blue watercolor light that floats the tense particulars away as the distraction starts. Spring here is at first so wary and then so spare that even the birds act like strangers, trying out the strange air with a hesitant chirp or two, and then subsiding. But the season intensifies by degrees, Imperceptibly, while the colors deepen out of memory, the flowers bloom and the thick leaves gleam in the sunlight of another city, in a past which has almost faded into heaven. 
And even though memory always gives back so much more of what was there than the mind initially thought it could hold, where will the separation and the ache between the isolated moments go when summer comes and turns this all into a garden? Spring here is too subdued. The air is clear with anticipation, but its real strength lies in the quiet tension of isolation and living patiently without atonement or regret in the eternity of the plain moments, the nest of care. Until suddenly, all alone, the mind is lifted upward into light and air and the nothingness of the sky held there in that vacant, circumstantial blue until in the vehemence of a landscape where all the colors disappear, the quiet absolution of the spirit quickens into fact and then into death. But the wind is cool. The buds are starting to open on the trees. Somewhere up in the sky, an airplane drones. So because of how long this poem is, and because of the nature of this podcast, I'm not going to say too much about it. But as someone who hails from Wisconsin, and who has seen those long winters uh, a time or two, although not as much as my family who still lives there, I should add, this poem speaks for me quite precisely and profoundly of the complex relationship between nature, between the natural world and human experience, between the deepest felt emotions, including sorrow or joy, and the, the cycles of life and death that nature uh, gives us, that reveals to us, uh, gives us to experience and understand the existence, I suppose. This is, a, this is a moody, somber, but yet still playful poem that I think captures the, the dissonance of, of the late-arriving spring in a world that is ready to be sprung, if you'll pardon the pun. But I really like it, and, and so I'm going to read it one more time for you um, and just keep my comments to that and let the poem speak for itself here. So one more time, this is The Late Wisconsin Spring by John Cady. Snow melts into the earth, and a gentle breeze loosens the damp gum wrappers, the stale leaves left over from autumn, and the dead brown grass. The sky shakes itself out, and the invisible birds winter put away somewhere return. The air relaxes. People start to circulate again in twos and threes. The dominant feelings are the blue sky, and the year. Memories of other seasons, and the billowing wind, the light gradually altering from difficult to clear as a page melts and a photograph develops in the backyard. When some men came to tear down the garage across the way, the light was still clear. But the salt intoxication was already dissipating into the atmosphere of constant day April brings between the isolation and the flowers. Now the clouds are lighter. The branches are frosted green, and suddenly the season that had seemed so tentative before becomes immediate, so clear the heart breaks and the vibrant air is laced with crystal wires leading back from hell. Only the distraction and the exaggerated sense of care here at the heart of spring. All year long these feelings alternately wither and bloom while a dense abstraction hides them. But now the mental dance of solitude resumes and life seems smaller, placed against the background of this story with the empty moral quality of an expansive gesture made up out of trees and clouds and air. 
The loneliness comes and goes, but the blue holds, permeating the early leaves that flutter in the sunlight as the air dances up and down the street. Some kids yell. A white dog rolls over on the grass and barks once. And although the incidents vary, and the principal figures change once established, the essential tone and character of a season stays inwardly the same day after day, like a person's. The clouds are frantic. Shadows sweep across the lawn and up the side of the house. A dappled sky, a mild blue watercolor light that floats the tense particulars away as the distraction starts. Spring here is at first so wary, and then so spare that even the birds act like strangers, trying out the strange air with a hesitant chirp or two, and then subsiding. But the season intensifies by degrees, imperceptibly, while the colors deepen out of memory, the flowers bloom and the thick leaves gleam in the sunlight of another city, in a past which has almost faded into heaven. And even though memory always gives back so much more of what was there than the mind initially thought it could hold, where will the separation and the ache between the isolated moments go when summer comes and turns this all into a garden? Spring here is too subdued. The air is clear with anticipation, but its real strength lies in the quiet tension of isolation and living patiently, without atonement or regret, in the eternity of the plain moments, the nest of care. Until suddenly, all alone, the mind is lifted upward into light and air, and the nothingness of the sky held there in that vacant, circumstantial blue until, in the vehemence of a landscape where all the colors disappear, the quiet absolution of the spirit quickens into fact, and then into death. But the wind is cool. The buds are starting to open on the trees. Somewhere up in the sky, an airplane drones. This has been The Daily Poem, which is produced by Goldberry Studios. Post-production is by Logan Green. I'm David Kern, and we will be back with another poem for you tomorrow.